Hello, this is Dana Arcuri, author, speaker, survivor, and advocate. And I am so excited to talk to you today about God-sized dreams and manifesting the most amazing dreams that we never imagined in our lifetime that could ever become a possibility. And today I have a guest speaker, Beth Jones, who is going to be joining me. But before we get into her story, I'd like to give her introduction so you know a little bit more about my friend, Beth. So Beth Jones is an international speaker and author. She's a wife to paramedic and firefighter, Ray Jones. And she's the mom of three beautiful daughters, Heather, Eden, and Leah. Beth's mission is encouraging women to use their spiritual gifts for God's glory, fulfilling their great purpose and living a life that they love. You can find out more about Beth and her women's conferences and retreats and author page at her website, www.bethjones.net. And we'll share more details at the end of this video. In the meanwhile, welcome Beth. I'm so glad to have you here today. How are you? Good, Dana. How are you? Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. So I wanted to just give a little backstory for a few people who might not know my relationship with Beth. We met approximately in 2011 when we were both working on a book, Inspired Women Succeed with Diane Cunningham. And so we started to get to know each other and I learned more about Beth, that she was an international speaker and an author and a life coach. And I had a God-sized dream at that time to become an author. And it was scary. And I heard that Beth was great at life coaching. So I hired Beth and it was just the most amazing experience because even when we don't believe in our dreams, our life coaches, especially Beth, has belief in us and knows that even if something seems just incredibly difficult or challenging or something that would never happen in a million years, that Beth was there to believe in me. She was part of my writing journey and here I am five books later and Beth has been to so many countries. She has written more books than I can count. She has visited more international countries than I can even keep track of because there's so many phenomenal times that she had a God-sized dream and it was manifested into this beautiful reality. And so today we're going to talk about Beth Jones when she had this dream to visit Guatemala. And so we're going to ask the first question, when did you have this God-sized dream to go to Guatemala? Well, like you were talking about, my big dream is to travel all around the world. And actually, Guatemala was not even on my radar. But what happened is I have missionary friends, Ron and Ron the Hedrick, and they had invited me there to Guatemala to speak at a women's retreat. But I never felt like it was really the right time. So last year, I met a new friend, Kim Rogers, on Facebook, and I got to know her, and she invited me to Antigua, Guatemala is, and what happened is my heart started stirring to go. I, I felt the stirring in my heart and I started praying about going and then God confirmed for me to go. <laughs> okay. So when you say you had this God-sized dream to go to Guatemala, something started stirring in your heart and then you felt it was confirmed. 
Can you explain a little bit more about getting this confirmation that yes, you have the green light and that despite 2020 and the wild ride it's been, <laughs> you were able to visit Guatemala for about 10 days in November, 2020. So share a little bit more about your confirmation. Okay, uh, like I said, I felt that stirring in my heart because Kim would post pictures, beautiful pictures of Guatemala and just her posts inspired me to want to go there. And so I began to pray about it. And Ron and Rhonda had already invited me to go there to speak, but I didn't feel like it was the right time. And then when Kim invited me, I really started praying about going. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 13, 1, that two or three witnesses confirm something. So I told Ron what I was thinking about coming there. And he said, my suggestion to do for you is to pick one place, either Antigua or here where we live, which is near the lake, Lake Atitlan, I believe is the name of it. And he said, and then go to that that one place, and then later go to the other place. He said, don't try to pack too much in one trip. And so he invited me there for a week free for his house, at his house. And then Kim also invited me to her house for an entire week. So to me, those were the two confirmations I needed that this was not just my own idea, that this was uh, God's idea, that God really wanted me to go there. And then just to make sure I prayed and I asked God for a dream at night and he gave me three dreams. Wow. So th those dreams. were my confirmations. <laughs> that is amazing. I'm a huge believer in confirmation through dreams and through divine signs. Now, what scares you the most about going to Guatemala, especially during 2020? Well, this was not my first rodeo, so I have been to other nations before, and one of my daughters and a friend expressed concern about me going there. They thought it might be dangerous or I might have spiritual warfare, but like my sister Maria said, I've been to other nations before and nations that are far more dangerous, namely Haiti and Kenya, Africa. The thing that actually scared me the most was coronavirus and right. some of the other diseases that are there. But um, I don't walk in fear about that because I believe if we pray and apply the blood of Jesus, God will protect us. So um, I, I just prayed about that. I believe God was going to protect me. The thing that also scared me was there's volcanoes there. <laughs> And I've never been around volcanoes. There's like 33 volcanoes in all, all of Guatemala, more than 33. There's three in Antigua. One of the volcanoes there in Antigua is active, Fuego. So that and the earthquakes were probably my biggest concerns. Also me getting lost because I'm very directionally challenged. Uh, I have no sense of direction. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and so I didn't want to wander around a foreign country and get lost like at nighttime because I, I just felt like that wouldn't be wise. The other things, uh, there's, you know, there's crime there. There's kidnappings, terrorism. Those didn't scare me as much, actually, as the volcano and the, the earthquakes. Right. Now, as far as your trip to Guatemala, what was your main purpose if you had to like nail down your purpose for going? 
Um, I actually didn't know what the exact mission was. I just felt the stirring in my heart. I didn't know what God was wanting to do over there. And so I just trusted that he was going to show me when I got there because he's done that with me before when I've gone to other nations. Also, I felt like it was primarily primarily to pray over the land and the people and to meet my friend Kim. And I want to show you my picture of Kim. <laughs> she lives over there. She, she's visited like six or seven times. And um, this is Kim. I hope you can see that. Okay. Yes. Yes. I saw that. I saw that on your blog, <laughs> on your blog and post. I felt like it was to meet her and her boyfriend, Stan Edwards. Make sure you can see those. Okay. Yes. I could see them. Good. And also, I had hired a Spanish teacher to go over there to learn. I didn't know any Spanish. That is, that is amazing. This is She's Elvia. Beautiful. It's beautiful. And I got to meet all of them in person. And I was really excited about that. So I felt like God was going to show me what to do. And that's exactly what he did. Now, prior to going to Guatemala, you did hire out your Spanish teacher. And so you learned to speak more fluent. Is that correct? Yes. I started taking Spanish lessons online with Elvia and uh, she was teaching me with that and Google documents. That is amazing. Um, so when you actually arrived to Guatemala, did you need to speak Spanish the entire time? Um, my Spanish is not yet fluent. I'm still at the beginning stages. So I was not speaking Spanish fluently at the airport. They do speak English. Um, but there are places there you have to know at least a little Spanish. And I just felt like I needed to prepare by doing that. Uh, Kim is very fluent in Spanish. So she would translate for me sometimes. And so when it comes to manifesting our breakthroughs and our God-sized dreams, how do you feel that you manifested this particular Guatemala dream? I prayed a lot. I feel like prep, uh, prayer is the most important preparation. I had not only me praying and my family praying, but I also had intercessors praying for me. And I also felt like preparation was the most important thing. One of the things I did was make a list of places that I went to go over there. And one of them was a beautiful Santa Catalina arch. That's beautiful. It's hundreds of years old. And you can see the cobblestone streets there too. Oh, I love that. And so I put this on my list to take a picture without the mask, because masks are required everywhere, in, in front of this arch. And then this was my victory picture. I love that. You call it your victory picture. Yes. I love that. I think you should frame it. <laughs> frame it. Um, okay. So when it comes to the experience of making a God-sized dream become a reality, and then you did actually go for 10 days to Guatemala. Now, if you would have to consider life lessons, what life lessons did you learn in this amazing experience? I learned a lot about being flexible. <laughs> okay. I had typed up an itinerary and I emailed it to Kim, my friend Kim and my Spanish teacher, Elvia. 
And when I got over there, nothing happened the way that I thought it was going to happen or I planned to, ha to happen. And that was because I had a driver over there. I wanted to show you the picture of my driver also. Um, I hired a driver before I went over there. His name was Alan. And he's Elvia's, uh, he's, he's Elvia's driver too. But he drove me around everywhere. And because I was dependent, this is my driver, Alan. Because I was dependent on Alan, I things had to be dependent on him. I couldn't plan everything the way I'd typed up. So Kim laughed about it. She said, welcome to life in Guatemala because I were there. They're, they're not, um, they don't focus on time and busyness the way Americans do. So all my plans get thrown out the window. But what happened is God ordered my steps. So he did amazing things over there. Okay. So let's, let's go with that. God ordered your steps. Let's yes. um, talk a little bit about this share or give me an example. Okay. Um, one of the things that I felt like God wanted me to do was go to the hill uh, that has a cross on it. It's called Serra de la Cruz. And you can see all the volcanoes, all three of the volcanoes. Uh, there, there's one picture the volcano beautiful wow it's really surreal walking down the street looking at a volcano and there's this cross that has been there for That's a long beautiful. time at the top of the hill and you can see all three of the volcanoes in the entire city of Antigua and I felt like God told me to go up there and read scriptures and pray over the people and pray uh, for healing of people with the virus and pray God's blessings financially upon the people because there's a lot of poverty there, a lot of lack of education and to just bless the people of Guatemala. And so that's what I did. And so here I am at the top after I prayed. Wow, that's such a beautiful picture. Very scenic. And some of the other things that happen is I would, people would approach me like in the park central, uh, they would come up to you to say, do you want a walking tour? Or they would try to sell you something. And so what I do is I would ask them, could I pray for them? Or I would give them a prophetic word of encouragement. So I prayed a lot, a lot over the land, a lot over the people. Um, another thing that happened is I met a little beggar girl that was three Aww. years old. Her name Aww. was Maria. There's a lot of children and people begging in the park and all over the city. And so I was able to meet her and encourage her and pray for her and pray for a lady that was making tortillas with her two teenage daughters. I was able to pray for her and ask God to bless and prosper her tortilla business. So things like that. It was just amazing how God opened stuff up. That is, that is awesome. Now, if someone were to tell you that God gave them a special dream to go to a country other than America, what advice would you give them? I would say pray, <laughs> pray and trust God, because this was not, I was not even planning this. I, I had not even wanted to go to Guatemala, but God knew I was supposed to go. So he stirred my heart and I would just pray and I would trust God. But I also feel like it's important to prepare because I had to do things like 
renew my passport, get a new passport because I couldn't find it after I came back on a trip from Ireland. And I, I had to do that. I had to buy some of the things that I needed for the trip. And what I did was buy them slowly over a period of months. Uh, also typing at the itinerary, doing a lot of research, watched a lot of YouTube videos about Antigua and about Guatemala, um, hired my driver, booked my Airbnb. I did research on that. And then Kim had suggested the Airbnb that I stayed at. It was just beautiful. I'm going to show you a picture of that too. Um, it was one bedroom, one bath, and there was a little patio outside with where I could have my coffee in the morning. And oh, it sounds was very quaint. It was beautiful. So that was my Airbnb. Aww. I had Looks to make cozy. sure that was booked. And also my planes, I had, I had to price a lot of the plane fares. So I believe preparation is also important, but I would say dream your big dreams and believe and trust God for them because he can make them happen. <laughs> yes, I want to make a side note that the scarf I'm wearing is a gift from Beth. So this scarf is from Guatemala and it's beautiful and colorful. Thank you so much, Beth. Okay, so another question is, what is the number one way that you believe other people can manifest their own God-sized dream? So if someone um, has different ideas and different dreams and maybe they have a bucket list of five things that they'd like to accomplish in their life, what would you say would be the top things that can help them manifest this into reality? I believe it's all about prayer and believing and trusting God, being in alignment with his word. Um, one of the things that happened over there that I was not expecting at all is I was supposed to leave on a Sunday and Kim and Stan said, a week is not long enough for you to stay here. We, we want to show you more around so the Sunday I was supposed to leave, Kim had friends that were feeding hungry people in a park. And I got a picture of that too. There we are in Central wow. Park, Parque Central. There was a line of hungry people and she's got some friends that feed them. Uh, they feed them stew or soup. And then we were handing out orange drinks. Well, if I had left that Sunday, I would not have had an opportunity to help with that. So there we were in with the people in line, getting their food and handing out drinks. So God knew I was supposed to go there. And I, you know, I did things like I, I made a list of things I wanted to do, drink coffee in a coffee shop, take the picture by the Santa Catalina Arch, meet Kim and Stan and meet their friends and go to the top of that hill, Sierra de la Cruz. So I wrote down everything I wanted to do. I prayed about it. And then God, you know, trusted God for the provision because I didn't have the money either. And then God made it happen. So I believe it's really about trusting God. Ephesians 3.20, God can do more than you think or imagine. He can make your most impossible dreams come true. Wow, that's so true. Now, when it comes to manifesting, a lot of times uh, we're using five senses. So we're envisioning. So we use vision. And then there's the actual mindset, you know, the mindset on this is what I would like to happen. And then you're praying about it and then you're bringing it to fruitation. So did you feel like you did tap into the different senses, uh, sight, 
sound, speaking, hearing. So did yes, you have I, special uh, pictures that you looked at? Did you have any um, prayers that just kind of stood out to you? Did you have any visuals? Um, I did have scriptures before I went. Uh, I wrote down the scriptures, Isaiah 6, 8, which says, Then I heard the Lord asking, Whom should I send as a messenger to this people? Who will go for us? I said, Here I am. Send me. And he gave me some other scriptures, Revelations 12, 11, Psalm 91, 11, um, Proverbs 28, 1. And then also you had actually given me a word to go over there, which was expect the unexpected. And that's right. exactly what God did. He did the unexpected. Um, make, you know, seeing the arch, that was a huge thing. Um, you know, just looking at the beauty of the land online, I looked at pictures of it and it's just amazing. All the fresh flowers, like here's a picture of the gorgeous flowers and their fresh fruit at the street markets. Wow. I did a lot of, um, I watched a lot of videos, you know, and that was a visual um, and just prayed a lot. And just, I just trusted God in my heart. That's what I did. I believed he wanted me to go. And so I went, I think it takes both faith, but also action to, to make our dreams come true. It's not about sitting around wishing or thinking, or just, you know, even visualizing, which is very powerful, but we also have to take the action step to make our dreams come true. I think you brought up the most important aspect of manifesting breakthroughs and our God-sized dreams that, yes, we need to take action. As you mentioned, we can't just dream and wish upon a star. We need to literally move forward one step at a time. And so if anyone would love to connect with you, whether it is for your upcoming writing retreat, so you have an upcoming writing retreat, do you mind sharing just a little bit about that in case there are inspiring writers who would love to attend? So this yes, is virtual. it's a virtual writers and speakers retreat. It is December 17th at 10 a.m. And they can sign up and find out more about the details there. It's me, Elizabeth Zacharias, and Missy Hoffman will be speaking. And in between the presentations, there will be a writing time. We're also giving away a Christmas theme, fun basket, and then books and ebooks if you want to get a chance to win those. They're at BethJones.net. At the top of the page, you'll find out the details for that event. Awesome. That is great. And so if anyone wants to connect with you, whether it's life coaching, whether it's asking questions, whether it's your writing retreat, so your www.bethjones.net. And then what is your Amazon author page? Amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Beth M. Jones, that's where you'll find the 21 books I've written. And also, if you want to find out more about Kim, my friend Kim Rogers, who has the not-for-profit for Guatemala to help the poor students and uh, the students in the school there, go to heartforguatemala.org. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Beth, for joining me today and sharing your God-sized dream. I am so excited that you had this beautiful opportunity to make your dream come true. And it was the most empowering, inspiring story. And for those who may have a God-sized dream, share with me in the comments, 
what would you like to see happen in your life? Would you like to travel to another country like Beth has? Would you like to write a book someday? Maybe you would like to become a musician, a famous chef, or you have some special dream inside your heart. I'd love to learn more. Thank you so much and have an awesome day. Thank you, Beth, so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. Also, one thing I did forget was I led Amanda Christ at the park in Parquet Central. So to God be all the glory. To that Jesus be the glory. <laughs> Amen. That is super. Well, thank you so much, Beth. And I so look forward to the rest of your new stories in 2021. I have a feeling that you will be traveling more. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Take care.